1: Okay, what is up, guys? Wednesday, August the 24th, 2022. Hope you're all doing well. Chris Phillips here of the Daily Crow of the Spurs Up Show. Appreciate you all tuning in. We are taking your questions, your comments, your calls as well. 843-790-3377. That is 843-790-3377. Does everything look good on you guys' end? I feel like my video is a little bit... Oh, that's what it is. Okay, that's what it is. We're at 30 frames per second instead of our typical 60. Here we go. Okay, that should be much, much better. Much, much better. Okay, there we go. Yep, 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 indeed. All right, what's up, guys? I see Bean, Trace, Chase Orvin, C. Youngblood, Justin Langford, Tim Rucker, Cody Gaskins, Jesse Steven, Travis Allen, Chase Floyd, Stephanie Lee, Daddy-O, what is up? Uh, Chandler Butler, what's going on? Appreciate you all tuning in. We have got a packed show, a lot Ticket into as I continue to play with lighting here. Is that better? Yes. As you can see, I've changed up the background, guys. No longer any pictures, anything like that, because I know we were having uh, focus issues with the camera. Um, so I've been playing around with different setups, stuff like that. Been playing around with different setups. I'm still playing around with cameras, uh, all that stuff. It, it just, it never stops, guys. It never stops. Uh, I'm trying to, I don't know why this camera keeps switching up on me. Here we go. Okay. We're good. We're good. Chase Orvin, Shane Beamer Press Conference. What about it? What about it, Chase? We, uh, that was yesterday. That was yesterday. Is he having one right now and I didn't know? <clears throat> Is Shane Beamer having a presser and I didn't know, or what? I hope not. Either way, taking your questions, comments, calls, 843-790-337. guys, we were just live on Inside the Gamecocks, by the way. Just live with JC Sherbert, Phil Mullinax. Really appreciate those guys. Um, allowing us to jump on the airwaves. Had a really, really, good time talking football with them. Counting down the days, guys, 10 days away until kickoff. 10 days until toe meets leather at Williams-Brice Stadium. How about the lights, by the way? We're going to dive into that. Everything else, the LEDs look incredible. Of course, guys, the Daily Crow brought to you by our friends over at Carolina Ale House. Carolina Ale House. Be sure to check them out. Your local Carolina Ale House location. Um, they've got over 65 beers on tap, great food, uh, plenty of TVs for you to watch the Gamecocks, any other sporting event, you guys be sure to check them out. And we appreciate our friends over at Carolina Alehouse for their love and support of the Spurs Up show. So guys, I apologize if you're seeing... You're seeing the camera like flickering or anything. Um, I'm sitting here playing around with the camera. I don't know what is going on. My guy gave me this 4K camera and I don't know. It's almost like he gave me homework. It's almost like he gave me homework. I don't know. I mean, I love it. I love it and I appreciate my guy. Maybe it's because I've got like 70,000 windows open. That might also, I'm probably not helping the cause. So it might be me. It might be me. You guys let me know if anything looks wonky on your end with the video, anything else. Um, it just looks like it's the frames are a little bit slower on mine. Either way, Age of Hours, anything big happening today? Well, podcast dropped today, my guy. Podcast dropped today. Um, South Carolina Welcome Home Episode 3 is tonight. We'll be watching that. Uh, my boy P-Mod says Chili Cheese Frito Wraps are back at Sonic. Cheers to that, my guy. That's how you get a P-Mod bod. That's how you get a P-Mod bod, right? Chili cheese Frito wraps. Get the P-Mod bod. That's the P-Mod diet. Uh, Yes, so let's go ahead and dive into it, guys. The LED lights. The video dropped. Let's take a look, shall we? Let's take a look. Uh, Let's see. Let's see. The video is currently at 260,000 views on Twitter. 260,000 views. 887 retweets, 4,183 likes. And just because, I don't know if you guys care or not, but in regards to analytics, what does that look like? For some reason, they won't pull up. We were sitting this morning at like 460,000 tweet impressions. Um, I mean, incredible, dude. The lights look insane. They look incredible. Uh, Just wild. They look wild. They look wild. Um, I don't know what else to say, man. The, the, the lights look incredible. They really do. So the lights look incredible. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Will Kor says the video shaky. I, I don't know what to do, my guy. I don't know what to do. I changed up the background for some reason. This keeps resetting to 30 frames per second. You guys are probably seeing a huge version of my face right now. I don't know why it's doing that. I really don't. We were having no issues with this yesterday. I almost kind of feel like we should go back to the other camera. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Travis Lee, Gamecock, Twitter acting stupid because it was out there. Yeah, I mean, listen, dude, listen. I, I say this. Don't shoot the messenger, bro. That video gets leaked. I, I would have to be crazy not to reshare it. I'd have to be crazy not to reshare it. So, uh, I'm not sorry in the slightest. Um, it is what it is, man. Listen, it's it's 2022. Stuff Stuff gets shared. Stuff gets leaked. All I know is there's probably... There's probably an intern that is going to get fired, if I had to guess. Probably an intern who's going to get fired. Jimmy, I'm not in trouble. No, absolutely not. I didn't leak it. I didn't leak it. I just reshared it. I didn't leak it. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, I, I'll tell you this. If you're the school, why are you not dropping that video to build excitement? Why not? Why not drop that video? Why not? Jimmy Mendio, Ray Tanner are going to ban you. They, they literally couldn't, Jimmy. That would be the stupidest thing USC could ever do. So, and they're not going to. So, Jimmy, I, I don't know where my boy Jimmy's coming with these questions right now. Um, guys, also in the Big Cot Club Discord, <clears throat> head over to the TDC Questions Channel. The TDC Questions Channel, be sure your questions are answered there. Right? Be sure to head there. Travis, what up? It's Chris and TDC joining late. Happy hump day. Beach vacay is still going strong. Love to hear that, my guy. Love to hear that. Love to hear that. Let's see. Garrett says, I know they're not going to say anything bad about the offense, but a common theme against the defensive players, they are impressed with the offense and the playmakers. Hey, let's see it on the field, man. I love to hear it. Let's just see it on the field. Love to hear it. Let's just see it on the field. 10 days. 10 days till we'll start to get some answers, my guy. 10 days until we will start to get some answers. Cannot wait. 10 days. Love it. Absolutely love it, my friend. I don't know why this keeps happening. Well, I know why because I'm sitting here previewing the video because I'm trying to make sure this is uh, good to go. Okay, here we go. Let's see. Jimmy, random, did you see Dax's press conference? He seems to hint he's going to be playing quarterback. I mean, I, I think they certainly got a package for him. I think Jimmy, they definitely have a package for him. How much does he get used at that position? Um, you know, I I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just. If Dak Joiner throws more than five passes this year, I'd be shocked. I'd I'd be really floored, to be honest with you. Uh, Guys, we are taking your questions, your comments, your calls. Phone lines are open, 843-790-3377. That is 843-790-3377 here on this Wednesday, Hump Day, August the 24th, 2022. Who else is excited for week zero, by the way? Who else is pumped for week zero? I know I am. <clears throat> going to be going out of town, watching some ball with the buddies, watching some ball with the homies. Going to have ourselves a blast. Vanderbilt goes to the island. Nebraska's in Dublin. Football's just back. You know what I mean? Football's just back. Thank goodness. Thank goodness football is back. Uh, there's Call some from dick p Doc, what's up, man? How are you? What's up? How you doing, brother? I'm doing well, man. Appreciate you asking what's going on.
2: I just got a question for you. Yeah. Uh, Very, very simple question. Over under 95% chance that the 1% of the fan base that was not happy with the video being leaked, uh, do you believe that same crowd? is the wine and cheese crowd at the baseball games. I'll hang up and listen for your answer.
1: Great stuff, P Doc. I appreciate it. Great stuff. Um Yeah, the 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 misery folks on social media that were that were upset that, that video was leaked and released of the of the lights. Yeah I I I would venture to say those same folks, they probably don't even go to games. Yeah. Um you know, I, I don't know. Do I even really want to get into it, man? It, it, because because I don't feel like it's worth spending time talking about when 99.9... I mean, guys, the video has 260,000 views and the views are going... 262,000 now. Like, the views are just going up and up and up and up and up. 99.99999% of people are so ecstatic to see that video. Um, You know, for the 0.0001%, just lighten up, Francis. I mean, that's all I would say. Lighten up, slapdick. It, it is what it is. Um, just be happy and be excited and, and, and think it's cool and, and look at the lights and look at the video of the lights. And it ain't, it don't need to be any deeper than that, my friend. It doesn't need to be any deeper than that. Um, you know, stop. Yeah. Just enough is enough, right? Enough is enough. Either way, guys, taking your questions, your comments, your calls. Jeff Gullis says, I watched it 10 times myself. Love to hear that, my guy. Love to hear that. Um, Daddy Ghosts saw a slapdick on Twitter saying it was too much and took away from the fans. WTF. I mean, dude, like, here's what I don't get. I think Justin King and his and his crew, they do a great job. But if you're them, right? If you're them, here's my advice. I've given Justin King this advice before and he didn't like it. I'm gonna do it again though. at the the risk of him not liking it again. Bro, when y'all are creating content, and especially when it's stuff like this, like, bro, people are driving by noticing that there's lights flickering in a football stadium. They're noticing, right? They're noticing. Like, you know it's 2022 and shit is going to leak. You know it's like, most likely it's going to happen. Why not just get ahead of it? If you get new uniforms, for example, something like that, right? Players are going to post pictures. Pictures are going to leak. Why not get ahead of it? Post a hype video of it. Like, that's what y'all's job is. That's what y'all do. You can't blame a kid for, for he you know, he gets a video and he's like, I want to go viral on Twitter. Mission accomplished. I, I mean, it's 2022, bro. Everybody has a smartphone. Like, let's see. Um, got some interesting takes here. Interesting takes. John Sorrell's, any concerns if Bill Smith can't play week one? Kai Kroger? We actually just talked about this on Inside the Game Cox. I don't think Christian Bill Smith is going to go week one. It's not a concern for me. I mean, I think you don't push Christian Bill Smith. This guy is a veteran. Um, you know, you trust that, you trust that as a veteran, he'll be ready to go whenever his numbers call. Whenever he gets back in the game, this gives you an opportunity for your young guys as well, right? Marshawn Lloyd. Hey, I mean, outside of Bill Smith, guys, you can say you're optimistic. You think this, but they are question marks. It's just flat out question marks beyond him, beyond Christian Bill Smith. What's Marshawn Lloyd going to do? How do they utilize Juju McDowell? Uh, you know, can Lavoisier Carroll contribute? Rashad Amos, does he come back and contribute? Turbo Miller, can he contribute? So, I'm excited to start to get some answers to those questions. Give some other guys some opportunities. Uh, re- really pumped to see some of these newcomers or some of these other guys in action. I think Bill Smith will be fine whenever he plays. Kai Kroger, I think, will probably miss week one as well. But if we're missing Kai Kroger week one, we got some other issues. Um, Chandler Butler says, it's a little cheap and cheesy to me. Jesse Jacobs says, it's gimmicky, I guess. That is a hot take. Hot take. I mean, guys, anything you can do to enhance the game day experience at Williams-Brice Stadium, you should be doing it. You should be doing it, bottom line. Um, so to call it gimmicky or cheesy or, or what have you, um, I, I disagree. I disagree with that. So, I, you know, Bama's doing it. Georgia's doing it. Is it gimmicky and cheesy for them or, I, you know, Either way, it's going to be incredible. I know I'm going to be I'm going to be in the building next weekend. I know many of you are going to be in the building next weekend. Um, going to be awesome, man. Going to be awesome for sure. Going to be awesome, no doubt. Let's see Satterfield and Clayton White speaking to the media today.
3: Speaking to the media today. And we are taking your questions.
1: We are taking your questions. Uh, let's see. Cricket phone.
3: Cricket phone!
1: Yeah. Anyways, guys, we'd love to hear from you. Podcast again dropped this morning talking Gamecock specialists. Gamecock specialists on the show today. Um, great stuff. You know, breaking down punters, kickers. Hey, listen, specialists need love, too. And then Friday, starting Friday, we will get into the defensive side of things. We'll talk defensive line on Friday. Yes, we're going to combine tackles and end guys or edge guys, if you will. Uh, We'll talk D-line on Friday. We will talk linebackers on Monday, secondary on Wednesday. Then that will conclude the position unit preview series. And then we will dive into previewing the Georgia State game. The Georgia State game. Uh, Joseph said he's right, but Chris won't read it. I just didn't see it, my guy. You literally commented like 20 seconds ago. He says, I'm not saying I didn't like it, but I can almost guarantee that was a video of them showing everything it does. I don't think it will be a copy-paste on game day. It looked like a trial run to me, Joseph. And either way, hey, even better if it's not. Even better if it's not. Then it's still a surprise, but you got to show off the lights. I mean, I'll tell you as I told everybody else, don't shoot the messenger, bro. I'm just going to reshare the video. Like, I'd, I'd have to be... Dude, it's your, It's like asking a fish not to swim, asking me to not share that video. That video has like 200, <clears throat> excuse me, 265,000 views on Twitter. Do you really think, do you, knowing who I am, what I do, do you really think I was going to miss the opportunity to run it up on social media with that clip? If you thought so, you have the wrong one. I don't know what else to tell you. Um, let's see my guy Pmod said did you see the message board of the guy suggesting Rooster by Allison Change should be our intro song instead of 2001 I did and it's stupid just just, just, a, just, a dumb take I'm sorry that's just a dumb take I, I respect opinions that's one though don't change 2001 it's one of the few things we have to really cling to don't change 2001 uh, let's see Jerry Taylor Will Doty play in the first game? D O D I E. No, I don't think Doty Dodie, D-O-D-I-E or Doty D-O-T-Y will play in the first game. Well, actually, I hope Luke Doty plays week one. I hope he does because that means we're winning by a lot. So <clears throat> let's see. Kaki Twan, do you think Clayton White leaves us after the season for another job? I think he'll be poached for one. Of I mean, it's really hard to say Cocky Twan if he will or if he won't. It's it's really tough to say. Um He's a good coach, though, man. He's a good coach, Kakituan. He's a really, really good coach. And so, I, you know, that's kind of what happens, right? <clears throat> when you have really, really good coaches, look at Alabama. They get poached. They, they go for other places. If Does he want to be a head coach, Kakituan? I don't know. I don't know. But uh, it is a good thing. It is a good thing, right? When your coaches are being pursued by the people, that means they're good coaches. Brian Dean says, Chris, enjoyed the podcast on Spotify. I gotta give you props. You really hustle behind the scenes. Appreciate all you do. I appreciate that, Brian. Appreciate it, man. Uh, yeah, we stay going a thousand miles an hour, man. But you know what? The the joy is in the journey, my friend. The joys in the journey. So, um, yeah, I love it. I love it, man. I I I I love uh, <clears throat> you know, I always say being busy's a blessing. It really is. Being busy is a blessing and and I uh I enjoy it greatly, man. It's my passion. It fuels me. So thank you, Brian. I appreciate you and and glad you you enjoy it. Uh, What position coach from John Sorrells, what position coach has the most approved this year? I mean, it's got to be Greg Atkins. How could it not be Greg Atkins, right? The offensive line. It's the number one question mark on this football team. How could it not be Greg Atkins? Jim Mendio, Chris, do you ever sleep? Uh, yeah, I do. Believe it or not, yes, yes. I mean, you see, I don't post content from about 11 p.m. till about seven or eight a.m. So I I do sleep. Believe it or not, I do sleep. Yes, and I make time to eat and work out and work out and have a personal life from time to time. Believe it or not, it does happen. Uh, Brian Dean, Chris, who starts game one, Lloyd or Bill Smith? Well, I don't even think Bill Smith is going to play week one, so I think Marshawn Lloyd. Will indeed start. Jesse Jacobs hoping that Clayton will build our defense to a point where we lead, where we were early twenty tens, and we'll get continue getting the recruits and coaches we want to come. I mean, you see the way they're recruiting guys on the edge; those edge guys, those are guys you need. Those are guys you need flat out. So, Um, yeah, I I definitely think we're getting closer to that way, Uh, guys. Really quickly, side note: check out the Daily Crow podcast version in case you miss any of this show, or you just want to go back and listen to any interviews or just conversations we have. Uh, the Daily Crow on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, be sure to subscribe today and also rate the show. Give it five stars or just leave your feedback. We'd love to hear it. Um, also, on the store side of things, you see I'm rocking the the QB1 merch, right? The QB1 merch, all of the merch. T S U S dot store. I, I appreciate that, P Mod, the Big cock Club represent. T S U S dot store. T S U S dot store. You have until Friday to place an order for your merch to ensure by kickoff delivery, by Georgia State delivery, right? If that doesn't matter to, the, to you, then ignore what I'm saying. But if you are like set on, I need my merch by kickoff, Friday's the last day when you order that I can guarantee it'll be there, okay? So just letting you know, tsu store. Go get your merchandise today. If you are in the Big Cock Club, if you are in the Big Cock Club, obviously use your Big Cock Club promo code to get 20% off. For those who don't, I feel like there's probably still a lot of people that don't realize that we have a promo code or, excuse me, a discount code for everyone's in the Big Cock Club. So, I mean, it's literally worth joining the Big Cock Club if you just like the merch, truly. Truly, it is. Uh, Brandon Wagner says, I'm wearing the Beaver Ball long sleeve on kickoff day. Brandon, wearing a long sleeve on kickoff. Hey, I I'm, I'm cool with that, but hey, you're not going to be a little warm, my guy. No? Hey, I love it either way. Trust me. I'm not complaining at all. I'm, I'm, I'm very happy with that. PMod mod says, I'm wearing a Welcome Home shirt right now, the OG shirt. I'm actually getting this in black, P-Mod. It's on, it's on the way. And I got the Welcome Home now in white. So, fire. And I've got it in garnet, too. Uh, Jesse Jacobs, here's a good question. Chris, just curious, will you be having Alex on again this season for podcasts? Yes, absolutely. So here's the difference, though. Alex McGrath will not be on the podcast, right? Because the podcast now is Monday, Wednesday, Friday, right? So Wednesdays, we're just going to have special guests. Like today, we had Brad Crawford of 24-7 Sports. We're going to continue to have previous players, media personalities, personalities in general, well, what have you, right? Call from. Justin. Alex McGrath will now join us on Tuesdays on the Daily Crow. Justin, what's going on, my friend? How are you? Doing good, good, Chris. How you doing? I'm doing well, man. Appreciate you asking. What's going on?
4: Hey, Grizz, I know I have taught you for a long time, but um, I'll be taking care of some uh, family
1: business. Some family business. I hear you, man. Hey, listen. We're all busy. I understand. I appreciate you calling in, man. I always look forward to it.
4: Yeah. So, yeah. Grizz, my grandfather passed away uh uh, last week.
1: Wow, I'm sorry to hear that, man. I'm sorry to hear that. Prayers, uh, it's terrible.
4: Yeah, he 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 had a lot of Chris. He was a Gator fan. He he loved the game Cops, you know.
1: For sure. Well, hopefully, you know, he's he's watching down that uh, you know they'll, they'll put on and put together a great season for him. And like I said, I'm I'm really sorry to hear that.
4: Yeah, Chris, it's it's not easy, man. You know.
1: Yeah, no, for sure, man. Well, a- anything you need, I'm here. We're all here for you, my guy. Um, so,
4: yeah. And Chris, one thing I can about my grandfather, he always said he I always said would be Chris Five years ago, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, now I, I was gonna say too, man. It's someone that you know. I, I lost my grandfather 2014. He was the reason I was a Gamecock fan. Um, uh, so it's it's. He'll be with you throughout the, uh you know, the rest of your life, obviously, just in a different way. So, but, uh, yeah, hopefully, again, man, the Gamecocks can can put together a special season for him, so.
4: Oh, yeah. Hey, Chris, the wh- reason my grandpa got me in the Gamecocks because, Chris, while I was a, I was a baby, I didn't know anything about Gamecocks, you know?
1: I was the same way, my guy. I didn't become really a diehard fan until I was, like, 11 or 12. So, um, I, I feel like some people are – you know, they tell me, I was six years old in the stadium. Like, that just – that wasn't me. You know, my, my family wasn't uh, – wasn't quite that into it, if you will. But, uh, no, yeah, man, it's – it's yeah, it's 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 uh, the family bonds that tie us together, that, that, you know, make us come together to pull for our favorite team. And so, yeah, trust me, I, I, I know exactly where you're coming from, so. Oh,
4: yeah, because, Chris, where my grandpa got me in the game, because he always told me, Chris, he said – Listen, you, you will you become a gangster? You you all you don't like Chris, you know, because you now woof for the enemy, you know. Right,
1: right, for sure. Yeah, they are the enemy, no doubt, no doubt.
4: Yeah, yeah. He always telling me, you always have to be careful, with Georgia, too, because those Georgia fans can yell your know, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yep. I, I love for my grandfather pretty good, Chris, He's he talking about the two whyways he did not like, you know. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Chris, but i always go remember him, and I know he's in bad place, you know?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. Like you said, he's he's watching down. So, again, hopefully the Gamecocks can put together a, a special season. Hopefully so.
4: Yeah, me too, Chris. Hey, Chris, fly I got here, man? Um, Hey, Chris. Hey, Chris, we got three coaches on the hot seat. i tell you who they are.
1: Hold on, which, which coach is on the hot seat?
4: Scott Foss, Jeff Kizer, and Mike Novell, We might, we thought, the see guys
1: on the hot seat. You know, I feel like the hot seat's not quite as hot this year, man. I mean, there is certainly a couple of guys. I mean, I think Frost at Nebraska needs to win. Harson um, could be on there as well, right? If Auburn doesn't have a good year, but uh, a lot of SEC coaches, I think, are safe this year. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if if thirteen of the fourteen at minimum are back next season. Oh
4: yeah, hey
1: Chris, uh, Scott Foss, he. he has- it could it's
4: still happen. Like I always play on my grandma, on my before my grandma's birthday. Uh, Nebraska, they gotta start winning these all games at some point, you know.
1: Yeah, they they got a big one Saturday. They they need they need to win and win in big time fashion. So they, they, they need to win and win in big fashion, no doubt.
4: Oh yeah, because those Nebraska fans, they they impatient, you know.
1: Well, they're used to winning. <clears throat> they're used to winning and used to winning big. So it it's you know. I mean, I, I can't imagine. You know, Nebraska was 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 all everything in the '90s, and now it's just, you know, they're a program that they haven't they haven't tasted that kind of success in a long time. So.
4: Oh yeah, they Chris, they had, test, uh, they had test for a they for, for a long time, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, no, they 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 ran college football for a little bit. So.
4: Oh yeah, I agree, Chris. As Chris, I'm not sure if Scott Fultz could get them back there, you know, but. If you're
1: Nebraska, who else are you going to go get, you know? I don't know. I I don't know, my man. I don't know. I, I You know, Nebraska's a tough job, so.
4: Oh, yeah. Yeah, because that's
1: not like Florida State, you know. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yep, Florida, I, you know, I, I don't think there's any excuse not to win at Florida State, so. I mean, they've got, they've got everything, the tradition, oh, yeah. the facilities. They, they can go get great players, I. you know. Yep, we Chris, That's all I say, man. Justin, I appreciate the call, my guy. And like I said, we're praying for you, my dude. We're here for you.
4: Uh,
1: thank you, my man. So, all right, brother. Take care. All right, go Gamecocks. Go Gamecocks. Great stuff. Eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven. Let's dive back into your questions. I see this guy, J C. Brett, just saying cap, cap, extremely cap. What, well, what, what is cap, my guy? Am I missing some of the? Uh, <clears throat> am I missing some of the? <clears throat> Some of the comments on Facebook or something. Uh, Lady, let's see, Lady Bree MMA fighter. Here's a topic. Did Muschamp deliberately tank Florida and South kind of football, or did he simply not care enough about those programs being UGA rivals? He did the recruiting sure, but was as hard in it. Lady Bree, I, I would say this. Listen, I'm not a fan of Will Muschamp. Obviously, I called for his firing. You're insinuating. Did Muschamp deliberately tank Florida and South kind of football? The answer is no. No. Listen, I don't, I don't think Will Muschamp's a good head football coach by any stretch of the imagination, but no, he did not deliberately tank Florida and South Carolina football. He, he tried, right? He tried. The man tried his hardest. Now, his best effort wasn't good enough, but he tried. And so to insinuate that he didn't try, I, you know, come on. I, dude, <coughs> you're literally working for a paycheck. You got a family. You got kids. You're telling me you're not trying to win? <laughs> you're not trying to to have a successful career? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I just, I don't buy that. I don't, I don't buy that at all. Um, PMOD says, if we go 6-6 six and six this year, what percentage of the fan base is going to call for Beamer's head? <clears throat> I say 85%. Now, I I I don't know about 85%, Pima, but I would disagree with Joe's or Andrew the textbook, who says zero. No, there will be some slapdicks, a thousand percent that will say, well, Beamer's not the guy, but we went six and six. Like they're, they're gonna say that. That's gonna happen. That's gonna happen. It won't be a lot, though. I I you know, it won't be 85%. If I mean, it shouldn't be any, but slapdicks will be slapdicks. It is what it is. Joseph, yeah, my grandfather passed away um, 2014. So I lost my grandfather 9-11 a few days before the Magical Georgia game. You always talk about, thought we'd never lose again. Uh, Let's see. Justin Bryant, 10 days to go. My man, do you think there will be a clear RB1 or will we have a good mix between the guys? It's a good-looking group. Well, Justin, I mean, we all just want productivity from the group. I I mean, are are we all kind of, like, can we be honest? Are we all not kind of low-key pulling for Marshawn Lloyd to win the job? Sort of. Like, I, I, I just, I'm pulling for Marshawn Lloyd to get the most out of his talent. The most out of his ability. Right? That's what I'm pulling for. That's what I'm pulling for. Bottom line. Because we all feel like it's there, and we all feel like if that's what happens, sky's the limit for the running back room. Sky's the limit for the running back room. So, let's see.
3: Uh, Let's see. Let's
1: see. Let's see. Austin, with a weak O-line and great pass-catching tight ends and running backs, should South Carolina go for quick throws and checkdowns like Russell Wilson did at Seattle? Well, if that's the case, if that's the case that the O-line is not good again, then you've got a good point. You've got a good point. Um, Daddy O says, when will the Garnet Beamer Ball tee be available again? Well, Daddy O, unfortunately, you may not want to hear this answer. Maybe never. That one that you're seeing, I, I probably just need to go delete that product. Because here's the thing, so basically, I'm at the mercy of my vendor, right when they run out of a variant I, we're just out we're just out there's no other way to put it so the only right now the only garnet beamer ball shirt is the comfort colors garnet, which I think is a beautiful garnet I, I think it's a I think it's a beautiful shirt I think it's a beautiful color, but it's more of a a washed faded garnet versus this deep garnet so I, I, or, or Daddy-O, Daddy-O, or go to Todd Moore in Columbia, you can get a Garnet Beamer Ball shirt there. If you go to Todd Moore in Columbia, South Carolina, they are carrying them, they have them. So, there's your answer, Daddy-O. There's your answer. Unfortunately, though, my vendor, they've been out of these Garnet American Apparel shirts for, for months, months. They've been out of them, so I, I'm just sort of at their mercy, too, my guy. I do apologize for that. Um, on that note, guys, on the merch side of things, of course, tomorrow night we are back out at Carolina Alehouse for the TSUS Tour. Woodruff Road in Greenville, South Carolina. Cannot wait to hang out with all the great Greenville Gamecocks. Uh, we'll have towels. We'll have koozies, all of those on hand for sale for you guys, $5 a pop. Uh, also, we will have we will have Shane Beamer's call-in show. On the speaker, 6 to 7, I will have it playing. So, don't think you're going to come out to the TSUS Tour and miss that because I don't want to miss it, right? I don't want to miss it. So, come on out. Um, If I'd have known Shane Beamer was going to have a call-in show this week on Thursday, I probably wouldn't have made the tour on Thursday. But it is what it is. It's all good. We didn't know. Uh, We'll have it playing. We'll get there. Everything will get going at 6 o'clock. I'm probably going to be there about 5. So, if you guys want to come out early, you're more than welcome. But uh, really excited to hang out with all the great Greenville Gamecocks again. Uh, let's see. Lady Breeze says, so if maybe as a comparison, let's compare Beamer and Muschamp. If Muschamp put his best effort in, what is making Beamer's effort seem like it's more genius? He's just having awesome. more success. Randy. Here we go. Randy, what's up, man? How are you? I'm good. How are you doing, man? I'm doing well, dude. Just hanging out. What's up? We're getting close. I just got a
0: quick question for you while I'm on the call right here on my break. Um, so been looking at our roster, quick question, um, first of all, who do you think our starting three receivers are going to be Keep deepest part of our office is our receivers. That was first part of the question. Second part is our guy is supposed to be Josh
2: fan. What do you think his potential is relative to the other great South Carolina wide receivers? There's been so many. Can he be up there with the greats, or is he slightly worse? Um so that's my question. Thanks for all you do. About to go pick up a beamer ball hat. Gotta jump off. Thanks, man.
1: Peace. I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. Thank you for the questions. Thank you for the love and support. Uh, first off, we'll start with the second part of the question. Josh Van, what's his ceiling? I uh, listen, I think he's gonna be a thousand yard receiver this year. No doubt. I mean and he, the guy had six hundred what, sixty or seventy yards last year with the mess you had under center. I don't see why he couldn't be a thousand yard receiving guy. Um, will he, even if he does that, will he be up there in the upper echelon with the Alshons and the Sydney's and the Sterling Sharps? No, I mean, those, those guys did it over the long haul over the course of a career. As far as individual seasons go, though, he could have one of the better ones, I think. Um, does he hit a thousand? I'm probably going to say no, just because you have other options, right? He's not going to have to shoulder all of the load, but I think he could be. I think the potential is there. Starting three receivers, uh, Van and Wells, that's a no-brainer, I think. And then I think Xavier Leggett, a guy we've heard a lot about. Uh, unfortunately, guys, I'm hearing that Corey Rucker might not go week one. Um, he might not go week one. That is that is uh, through the grapevine, if you will. So take it for what it's worth. But I think Xavier Leggett's a guy that's really impressed um, that I think I would not be surprised to see him be the number three guy at least right now. So I think one A, one B. Obviously going to be Van and Wells Jr. Wide receiver three right now. I would go with Xavier Leggett. So, um, Jimmy Mendio, play the call-in show and have the crowd react. That's what we'll be doing, my guy. We'll have it on. Dennis James, you need to make some beauty in the banter emerge. I've thought about that. You know, I've got the hats say like "Just Start," "Joys in the Journey." I think beauty and the banter, and then content bleeding out the eyeballs would be a would be a great some just some great ads. I you know they'd be some great ads. So Brian Deans is trying YouTube now. Is Facebook messing up? Is Facebook messing up for you, Brian? You let me know. You guys let me know. Um, I, I re, you know I just I told you guys yesterday I, I really hate to take the show away from Facebook, like the week of kickoff. But I will tell you it would, it would benefit us tremendously if we were to allocate everything to YouTube, like that, that would tremendously help this show. So, um, uh, I, I don't want to take away from those who tune in. I don't want to take away from our audience. Um, and I do like the fact that it just automatically goes live. Um, it automatically goes live on, on Facebook as well. But I don't know. I don't know. YouTube is so convenient. Yeah, Brandon Wagner, you really think Muschamp wouldn't want to be a head coach at an SEC school regardless of the school? Yeah, I mean, dude, it, it's, listen, I, I, that's one of the more interesting, That that's one of the, and I, and I challenge fans to not do this. Because, like, people look at last year, right, when we got, like, blown out by A&M, or we lost this game, lost that game, and, a lot of fans just can't admit, right? A lot of fans just can't admit that like those players are better than our players. They don't want to admit that. So instead they say something like this, "Well, we just we just weren't trying all that hard." You know, we 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 just we just didn't show up, you know. We didn't play hard. We didn't want it as bad as they did. We didn't want it bad enough. And it's like or you can want it as bad as you want to want it, but at the end of the day if the guys on the other side's more talented than you, he's bigger, stronger, faster, I mean, what are you going to do? And I just think it's really dangerous. It's really dangerous to draw conclusions about something that you have no clue about. Like when it comes to when it comes to to effort and attitude, like you don't know what's going on in the locker room. You know, so to say, well, we're, he just didn't try hard enough. It's like like no that's not it so like to insinuate for example that like Will Muschamp wasn't trying to win games listen i think muschamp's a slapdick i don't think muschamp's a good head football coach but to insinuate he was trying to sabotage usc football or sabotage florida like the guy was trying to lose that's I, you lose me there guys that, that's just that's just to, in my opinion that's just taking it too far man that's just taking it too far <laughs> like come on come on They're not trying to lose, my friends, I can assure you. Uh, Guys, let's go ahead and jump into our first break, but I want to continue to hear from you more of your questions, your comments, your calls, and more on the other side. You're tuned in to The Daily Crow. All right, guys, we're back. Taking your questions, comments, calls, 843-790-3377. That's 843-790-3377 here on this hump day. Wednesday, August the 24th, 2022. Trying to multitask it back on TDC and also post this clip to Instagram. We had a great conversation on the podcast with Brad Crawford, Oh, I thought it was going to be loud. Brad Crawford. Replace- there it is. Brad Crawford of 24-7 Sports. Appreciate Brad taking the time. Had a had a blast chatting with Brad. And Brad, I, I don't want to shout out Brad Crawford, 24-7 Sports. If you're not following him on social media, following the work, by the way, we cleared up the camera. See that? Had to just, un- hey, sometimes you got to take it out, blow the cartridge, and put it back in and all, you know, does, does the camera look better, everything flowing better? Frames per second, we should be better. You guys in the Big Cock Club Discord, y'all let me know, is it better? By the way, I apologize. We've got a lot of questions here I'm going to get to in a second. But shout out Brad Crawford, man. Um, If you remember this interview, that's how I know you're a day one. A day one. Hey, Armchair South Carolina, where are my Armchair S car folks at? Stand up. But uh, I had Brad back on the show, back on the podcast, first time ever. November of 2017 right and brad didn't know me i just followed his work uh, shot in the dark you know we probably had 600 followers at this point maybe maybe, maybe 800 maybe 800 on on uh twitter and i hit up brad to hey man would love to talk ball it's the week of Carolina clemson trying to build up the hype would you be willing to come on my podcast he said yes and from then on, man, Brad has been such a great friend to me and supported even beyond like just the business stuff, like personal stuff has supported me and, and uh, someone I'm blessed and very fortunate to call a friend and, and, uh, a really close friend at that. So, uh, it's just been awesome, man. I think that was five years ago and, and, uh, <laughs> You know, what What a journey. What a journey, you know, from, from the old armchair SCAR car days. My boy P-Mod, P-Mod's an armchair supporter, A.J. Bowers. Dude we, need, dude, we need to do some, like, vintage throwback merch or something. I, I don't know, but, uh, you know, everybody here is a real fan. I'm not obviously saying it, but, like, if you are an armchair, if you even know what I'm talking about, armchair South Carolina, shout out to you, man. Kudos. What a journey it's been. Let's get into these questions in the TDC questions channel, the Big Cock Club Discord. <clears throat> My guy Zach gonna watch Week Zero, play some golf this weekend. Keith, Keith Malsberger says, "Who's gonna be our most productive defensive lineman?" I'm gonna go. I think Strawn leads the team in sacks, right? I think Zach Pickens is prime for a big year. Look, watch out for Boogie Huntley and also Barrett, T.J. Sanders behind them. I think we got dudes. Man. I mean, obviously Shane Beamer has said it over and over and over again that he feels like, right? He feels like that he tackles are the strength of the football team. So when you say that, they better be. Um, Zach, attack. Would you say you have your answer if Lloyd gets more than 100 yards week one? Do you wait a few few weeks in before we have our answer to, as it to if he is hype? I would just say this. I would say this. You just want to see him, Zach, be healthy. That's that's it. You just want to see him be healthy. That's it. As long as he's healthy, I think he's going to live up to whatever expectations and hype he has, right? Just We just want to see. I want to see him in week one, moving around, cutting, you know, just, just being as close to himself as possible. So, you know, you're not going to draw conclusions after week one but, yeah, if he goes over 100, let's say he has 160 or 170 rushing, you say, all right, Marshawn Lloyd, this is his year. This is his year. Um, let's see. Brennan M. says this. Hey, here's a great point, by the way, from Brendan. Great point. Because PMod asked the question, if Beamer goes 6-6 six and six this year, how much of the fan base will want him fired? 80, 85%. percent PMod, mod here's a great point. Brennan M. says, bro, how long did it take 85% of the fan base to say Muschamp should be fired? I mean, that's a great point. Dude, there were people still going into 2020 that were still on the Muschamp train. Folks, trust me. I know I dealt with it on a consistent basis. Like, there were people, they were like, yeah, man, it was, I tell you, it was that, it was that 48-3 to loss to A&M in 2020. That's what broke me. I'm like, I'm like, it took you that long? How did it take you that long? Like, just holding on for dear life at that point. It took getting beat down historically bad until you finally came around and said, you know what? Maybe he's not the guy. Maybe he's not. (sighs) Unreal. Uh, anyways, let's see. Chase Youngblood, thank you for the feedback on the camera, my friend. Appreciate it. Zach says, got your towels waiting on the shirts. Okay, Zach, the shirts should be there soon. They are getting, I I can check your order, but they should be getting processed, shipped out, all that good stuff. Or maybe they already shipped out. I don't know. You would know better than I would because I haven't checked your shipment, but you've checked your shipment. Brian Mobley says, Georgia State's going to test us early on the ground. They got a good rushing attack. What's the magic number of yards to keep them under before we become worried? Um, yeah, I mean, they're going to lean on the run game. You keep them under 125, we should have a fun day. Keep them under 125. You let them start getting above that, 150, 175, then, then, I'm, then I'm getting very concerned, right? Right. You'd like to keep them under – I mean, I think the goal should be keep them under 100. Keep them under 100. Keep them under 100, bottom line. You keep them under 100, you win the ball game, you got confidence going to Arkansas. Because, guys, if you can't stop Georgia State, I mean, I understand. Listen, I, I'm I'm giving them as much credit, praise, deserve you know respect that they deserve going to kickoff. I'm not going to sit here and say we're going we're going to win 54 to six. Like I'm not doing that. This ain't EIU. This ain't a spring game 2.0. This is a real opponent. But I picked over the summer 34 to 14. I will have my final prediction, my lead pipe lock of the week. Shout out my boys over at. Uh, A1 air quality consultants for that segment starting next week, right? I'll have my lead pipe lock of the week dropping on Friday of next week. Will it be 34 to 14? I I can't say for sure. I can't say for sure. But, you know, you need to cover. You need to cover the spread. I see now that the Gamecocks, I believe, let's go check. Let's see if scores and odds has this up yet. Opened up as a 12-point favorite. By the way, did the Mets lose last night? (laughs) I'm completely changing the subject. Ooh, the Mets. Braves are only two back! Objects in mirror are closer than they appear, my friend, P-Doc. You know, P-Doc's funny. P-Doc gets really quiet on social media when the Mets lose. I mean, quiet as a church mouse when the Mets lose. When they win, he's retweeting everything. Retweeting all the Braves fans. Just retweet, retweet, retweet. The Mets lose. It's like you don't even exist on Twitter anymore. Objects in mirror, my friend. Objects in mirror. Objects in mirror. Two games. And the Braves are up right now 2-0. How about that? Braves are up 2-0. Hey, the Mets better win. Braves are coming. Braves are coming. Watch out, P-Doc. Anyways, let's let's get back to football. Um, let's see. Do they have yes, they should have it. Let's try to find
5: South Carolina
1: Okay, yeah, so the line now got. Okay, so it jumped up to 13 and a half. Now it's at 13. Over under's 56, which I think is really you know, we'll do our best bet next week. 56, they're expecting some points. They are expecting points, dude. 56. It's not a low total. I mean, it sounds like they're expecting a a 34 to 21 type of game, right? 35-21 type of game. So, you know, cover, you got to cover that 13, man. You, 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 need to, you need to have control of the football game. That's the biggest thing. Have control of the football game. I'm not saying you got to beat Georgia State by 50, but you need to be in control. I know it's week one. I understand that, but the sloppy play, the missed assignments, looking like you don't know what you're doing. Hey, it's year two of the system. And I know you got a bunch of new pieces. And Brad Crawford, he made the point this morning on our show, right? He made the point on the podcast, I should say, that this offense might not click as quickly as fans are hoping. But I I say to combat that, you got a guy like Spencer Rattler. Yes, you have new pieces, but these guys have been together since spring, man. Like, Like, you need to come out and look like you have a game plan. You are executing that game plan, and you know what you are doing, right? Because week one, In this season, sets the tone for week two. Week two sets the tone for week three, and you could argue week three sets the tone for this entire season. It's a very interesting start to this year. It's a very, very interesting start to this year for sure. Let's see. Lady Brie, so excited for Georgia State. Be my first game in Willie B. Been a fan since the Tannehill Hill era. They're going to smash these guys. I hope so. I tell you what, it's 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 tough to bet that game, right? Let's just talk about it from the gambling side. Again, we'll talk gambling picks next week. And uh, by the way, guys, runyourpool.com. The pool is officially open. Picks are available. Um, all the SEC games are up. Go get your picks in. Lock your picks in. Before Vandy takes on Hawaii Saturday night, really excited, though. Hey, winner of the RunYourPool.com contest gets a free USC jersey. And guess what? It's free for you guys to join. You have nothing to lose. Why not do it? going to be a lot of fun. Um, what do you bet in this game? 13-point spread. Gamecocks are minus 13. Over under 56. I mean, that's a great number. 56 is a great number. I, 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 if I had to gun to head, I'd probably take the under. I think Count's defense will play better than that. I do. Um, I think they're gonna, and I think offensively, I think you'll score in the thirties range. I don't think you allow Georgia State to score in the twenties, right? So I, I do think under fifty six will be the play. I think that is the play. Again, not to spoil too too quickly, you know, next week or anything. But uh, I think that'll be the play. Let's see. TDC Questions Channel. Craig Phillips says, Mets and Braves don't matter. This is the Dodgers season again. Go Dodgers. Oh, my gosh. P-Doc's about to sick on you, Craig Phillips. He's about to sick on you. He's about to get on you. Hey, I, that's what I tell people all the time, dude. Like, like you talking trash on the Gamecocks or whoever. Like, bro, you don't want to feel the wrath of people like P-Doc. You don't want to feel the wrath, right, of Gamecock Nation. You you just don't. You don't want to feel the wrath of of Gamecock Burners. You do not want to feel the wrath, folks. You don't. You just don't. You just flat out don't. Uh, P-Dawk had a question about prize picks. When is that dropping? Well, they have the... Let's see. Oh, college football. Here we go. So, all they have right now is totals for passing yards, I think. I think that's, oh, okay. Passing, rushing, and receiving. Right? That's all they have. That's all they have up right now. Totals for passing, rushing, and receiving. What do you think Brock Bowers, 745 and a half, 745 and a half over under? For the season. Rob Bowers is a
3: machine, dude.
1: They've got, dude, I think the number went down. Dude, I think the number went down. Or maybe it was always at this. I swear it was at like 2,700. Bro, they have got Spencer Rattler. Over, under, passing yards total. I can't even believe I'm about to say this. 2,665 and a half. Folks, I mean, this is free money. This is free. You're telling me. You are telling me. With a straight face, Spencer Rattler will throw for less than 2,700 yards. Come on, man. Come on, man. Really? Really? That's insane. Twenty six hundred. Twenty six hundred. He'd have to average just a little over two hundred a game. I, I will I will I will run to prize picks and throw a large sum on that over twenty six sixty five. Austin Greer says, "Chris, we're going to run the ball 45 times a game." I I I question that a little bit. I question that. you think you th- so Austin, let me ask you this. So you think we're going to be a run heavy offense. All right? Is that what you're saying? 60-40 run to pass? Is that what you're saying? Oh, yep, you're right, Chase. They do have week zero plays. Yep, I saw college ball season didn't click college football. Okay, you're right. You're right. Mike Wright for Vandy, 200 and a half passing yards. What do you got? I might have to, you know, it's funny. I played prize picks a little bit last year, but stopped. I might have to, I might have to get back, uh, get back on it, man. I might have to get back into prize picks. My guy, hey, my guy Chase Floyd just crushes prize picks. He crushes it. He crushes it. He crushes prize. Chase, I got to start taking your picks. Because Chase crushes prize picks. Austin Greer, okay. Austin Greer thinks we're going to be 60-40. Pass to run. Or excuse me, run to pass. I'm sorry, Austin. I didn't mean to incorrectly speak for you. Run to pass. Austin thinks we're going to be 60-40 run to pass. Brian Lattimore says, even if we don't, didn't go to a bowl game, he would have to average over 222 yards a game to go over that number. I, I just, Brian, like, I, and every, I, it, it's hard for me to fathom he will throw for less than 3,000 yards. I, I just, I, I, I don't want to say, well, it's a, it's not a success if he, if he throws for, you know, 2,900 yards. But like, damn, dude. You'd, you'd like to see him hit it, hit that 3,000-yard number. I mean, you really would. God, Jake Bentley threw for 3,000 yards, bro. I mean, <laughs> it ain't like it's 5,000 yards. I will say this, though. If, if, if Spencer Rattler throws, like in my season prediction, eight and four, he's throwing for 3,000 yards. Austin Greer says it seems low, but you got to remember who's calling plays. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, I don't think any of us really give a damn what the stats say as long as we're winning football games and we're scoring points, right? I mean, if we're, hey, listen, if we're running the ball and we're averaging six and a half yards a carry, by all means, which isn't going to happen, obviously, because nobody, we're averaging five and a half yards a carry. Run the ball? Cool. I don't give a damn. Just score. Don't matter to me. I don't care if we pass it 15 times a game, right? If our offense is efficient and explosive in scoring, I don't give a damn. Really don't matter to me. But, uh, you know, I I I think we'll be throw. I, you know, they're going to want to be as balanced as possible. I, I just I question will we be 60-40, like you're mentioning run to pass. I I feel like it's going to be a lot closer to uh, closer to fifty fifty. I, I will say this though, Austin says Vegas ain't dumb. It's twenty six hundred for a reason. Well, here's the difference though, Austin. I'll say this, and this is all due respect to my prize picks, guys. They're because they're right a lot, but. Vegas really ain't setting these lines. Price picks is setting these lines, which, I mean, in turn, again, they, they are sharps.
3: They are sharps.
1: Yeah, so listen, Spencer Rattler was at 27 and a half. It went down 100 yards, 110 yards, 110 yards. Why? Why did it go down 110 yards? what happened to make that happen let me uh, by the way let me drop this this is the runyourpool.com oh whoops oh crap 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 I posted
2: the
1: wrong link. Posted the wrong link. Sorry, guys. Posted the wrong link. Give me two seconds. Guys, Eight four three We're taking your questions, comments, calls. Here we go. All righty. Here is the link for Run Your Pool. RunYourPool.com. There is your link. There is your link for RunYourPool.com. Let's see. Guys, we'd love to hear from you. Eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven. Again, we talked today on the podcast, episode 693 that dropped this morning. We talked... Shane Beamer's presser yesterday. Um, we talked specialists, right, as we continue along the position at Preview Series. Uh, what else? Brad Crawford of 24-7 Sports. Great conversation. We are we are most certainly, I was going to say we're getting to that point, but no, nah, I know y'all would agree. We're, we're at that point where it's like, all right, just get me to kickoff. Like, just, just get me to kick off. You know what I mean? Like, we've been, we have been literally previewing, dissecting, breaking down, right? Everything. In every which way you can think of for months. It's like, let's just get to toe and leather, baby. Let's get to game day. Let's get to the tailgate. Let's do it. Oh, God. Here we go. Stephanie Lee, appreciate you. Um, here we go. Let's 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 not start this argument. I'll tell you this though. I don't want to have the argument of who's better, Colin Hill or Ryan Helensky. But I'll tell you this. Like this is how we're gonna determine who's like an OG, a real Gamecock fan, and who's not. Right? Because today I posted uh, a. <laughs> come on, Pima. Today, today <clears throat> I posted. Uh, our 10 days till kickoff countdown video, and it was Colin Hill throwing the touchdown to Shai Smith in the 2020 Auburn game, right? When the Gamecocks beat Auburn. But, like, a decade from now, we're going to be like, you know, if we're winning an SEC championship, or, God forbid, a national championship, like, whatever, right? When we're winning big, it's going to be like, it's going to be like, all right, do you know who Colin Hill is? Like, a decade from now, it's like, do you know who Colin Hill is? If they're like, no, it's like, you're a bandwagon. You're, you're not an OG Gamecock fan. If you don't know who Colin Hill is, if you don't know who Colin Hill is, then you, you, you're not a you're not a real one. <laughs> only real ones remember Colin Hill. You know what I mean? Like only real ones recall the Colin Hill era. The must-champ, the Castlin the Must Champ, the Castlin Tanner muschamp Bobo Hill Era. God, what a just what a what a lineup. What a lineup. Castlin Tanner Must Champ Bobo Hill era. What a what a time. What a time to be alive, ladies and gentlemen. What a time. If you don't remember that era, you ain't a real one. Like, right? You, you're just. That's that's almost as bad as going through 0-11. That's almost as bad as going through 1-21. I mean, good God. What a time that was. <clears throat> Again, guys, video of the new lights uh continues to roll in. Another video dropped this morning. LED lights look incredible, man. I, I tell you, I'm expecting. And some, let me get back to this question. Somebody asked about the weather. Here, we'll jump the phone lines. We'll get to the Hi. weather question after. Robbie Davis, what's up, my guy? How are you?
0: I am doing good. Sitting here waiting on my lunch to
1: finish cooking, so I figured I'd give you a call real quick. I love it, man. What's on your mind?
0: Um, I just wanted to say that the only thing I want to – like one of the main things I will be watching whenever I go to – hopefully go to the game Saturday, okay, because I think that's still the plan, me and my dad are gonna be at the game Saturday. Um, I w- I'm gonna be watching the offensive line, obviously, and seeing how long can they hold their blocks if we run the football. Because I would, I would say, I would say this if I was the offensive line coach. All right, don't hold them forever because then obviously you'll get called for holding, right? Right, but block them long. Get in, get in front of them, and block them like legally, long enough for us to at least get four to five yards a pop every time we run the football. That's all you got to do. It's that simple. If you are averaging four to five, huh? it's it's that simple. If you're averaging four to five yards a pop, you're gonna get that first down easier than you would in a second and long situation or a third and the next county situation what i mean by next county i mean like 20 or more just block them long enough for us to get four to five yards a pop let us establish that we are the better team when it comes to the line of scrimmage and kick georgia state's ass Show them they have no reason to be on the field with us and kick
3: their ass.
0: We're only there to get a paycheck. We're, we're there to show our fans that we are ready to be a better team this year and we're going to kick people's asses.
1: You there? Robbie, I'm letting you go, my God. Of course I'm here.
0: Okay, I thought the call dropped again. No, I was, no. I was getting nervous a little
1: bit. No.
0: <laughs> but that's what I—that's what I'll be watching for this weekend. And I don't even remember who Clemson plays this weekend. But whoever they're playing, I hope Clemson beats their ass. Or not. No, I—I I hope Clemson gets their ass beat. I about said that backwards. Or as my—or as my dad says, I about said it ass backwards.
1: Robbie, you almost got your I want ass Clemson whooped. To lose.
0: Yeah, I about, I about, I about, I I was going to hang up and beat my own ass How about that. I want I want Clemson to get their to get their ass. Okay. All right. <laughs> I want Clemson to lose, okay? Cuz Weenie is a loser.
1: Yeah, so next weekend, uh Clemson actually so Clemson actually plays on Monday night against Georgia Tech. What? Yeah, they got the Monday oh, night game.
0: Well, you might as well go ahead and give that W to Clemson, Georgia oh, yeah.
1: Tech. Monday uh, at eight PM, they got Georgia Tech in uh in Atlanta in the uh, Mercedes Benz. I
0: feel like even if you gave, even if you gave Georgia Tech a fourteen point cushion, I still think Clemson would win that. Game. I still think Clemson would win that game.
1: Well, I mean, okay. uh, you know, <laughs> like, Clemson. No. Clemson is a, I believe, a twenty-point favorite in that ball game. So, yeah, you could, you could. Vegas is telling you that you could spot. Yeah, actually, there are twenty-one-point favorites. So Vegas is telling you they, you could spot Georgia Tech twenty points and they'd still lose the football game. Hey, if you believe in the jackets, though. They're plus 966 on the money line. $100 to win, $966.
0: Hey, like I've said before, man, I was taught my age at an early age. Anybody but Clemson. I will not pull for Clemson. I won't do it.
1: If you do, you're going to have to beat your own ass.
0: I'm going to have to figure out a way to kick myself in the ass. We'll just,
1: exactly. we'll, just we'll just sick Uncle Boudreaux on you. I know Uncle Boudreau could whoop some ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, he always tells me
0: all the time that if he had to, he's got about a good 15 to 20 seconds to beat some somebody's ass before they take advantage of him. So a man that doesn't have long, if he gets into a fight, you know he's willing to do anything. Okay, I'm just telling. Okay. Okay. But if I ever saw somebody starting to swing at my daddy, I'm like, oh, no. Mm -hmm. I'm going to help my dad (laughs) because then there will be two people beating the dude's butt, okay? (laughs) But anyway, I just feel like, yeah, like I said, block long enough for us to get four to five yards a pop. Occasionally, occasionally make it into into like a second and six. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. Block long enough for us to do that, and for Marshawn Lloyd, just, just, I, I want to ask want to see Marshawn Lloyd be patient, okay? Because like I said also, last year, I feel like he tried to hit the home run too often. I want to see if he's willing to be patient and wait for the hole to be there, and then hit the hole, and then maybe something big will happen, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you, man. Hey, take take those singles and doubles in the meantime. The home runs will come. Exactly.
0: Singles, doubles, occasionally a triple. A, occasionally a triple, and then the home, then the home runs, and then, I don't know what you would call a grand slam, but. I guess a grand a grand slam could be a touchdown on the first play. I guess. But.
3: Yeah.
0: And I'm really hoping we establish our our, our, our our dominance on the defensive side of the ball
2: at the line of scrimmage.
0: That's, I feel like if we do that, I think, I think we'll come out of here with a W. I don't even remember what my prediction was that I gave you for the Georgia State game. I don't even remember.
1: I guess you got to come up with another one. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna we go. kick some ass. I think that's where you're gonna go with this.
0: Yeah, we're gonna kick some ass. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna open up a can of whoop ass and force Georgia State to eat
1: it. We'll, we'll smoke the Panther Pack after the game's over. <laughs> Panther Pack, Panther Pack. Uh,
0: let's let's see. I would say forty. Uh, 40, 42, uh, 42 to 14, since I can't remember my original prediction, 42 to 14, we'll give up at least 14, and then after that, we're shutting them down, and we're going to beat that ass. The defense is gonna be like, oh hell no, y'all ain't throwing over twenty one in our field. Mm-mm. We're gonna beat y'all to ass. So forty two to fourteen is a, is my is my new prediction. I guess you could say
1: 14, Okay, I, Robbie, Robbie, it's your prediction. I'm not I'm not telling you what to pick. I I don't know what I'm picking yet. Hell, I might pick Georgia like State in the upset. I don't know yet. I might pick Georgia State in the upset. <laughs> no, I'm not picking Georgia State. I can. That's the one thing I'm willing to say. You just don't know what you're. Listen, doing hey, forty. Complete. Listen, forty-two to fourteen. Forty-two to fourteen. Uh, I don't think there'd be a Gamecock fan out there that would be, you know, upset with that score. So. And hey you, get, don't, you get, I, a, hey, you get on a roll. You force a couple turnovers. Maybe it could happen. Maybe it could happen.
0: Yeah, but I don't. Yeah, I, I don't think we'll see another um, season opener like we saw last year, where that game was over as soon as it was kicked off. Okay. Like you've said, and like a lot of people have said, and like I've said, Georgia State ain't gonna come up in here like. They're coming up in here to play, okay? And if we don't play as well as we as po- as we possibly could, okay? If we don't play like a D a Division 1 football team, Georgia State could beat us, okay? If we don't play like an SEC team is supposed to, Georgia State could walk up into williams Bride and beat us. But
1: I mean, I listen, if we, think, if we don't, don't – hey, listen, if we don't score more points than Georgia State, we're going to lose. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> it's, it's a super fact.
0: Score more points than the other team I mean, and keep the other team from scoring until the end of the fourth quarter. Guess what?
1: I mean, nine out of ten times a team that scores the more points wins the football game. But
0: yeah, also yeah, and sometimes people that get they got they got horseshoes shoved up their asses, like Clemson does. So, and I ain't gonna lie, I was not expecting. I watched I watched the simulation the other night. I was not expecting us to. I, I part of me was not expecting us to beat Clemson. But I do feel like this is one of our – it's probably going to be one of our best chances this year to beat Clemson. Obviously, we have the better quarterback because DJ sucks. Okay? I'm betting a great dude, but as a quarterback, he sucks. Okay? But this is our, this is probably going to be our best chance for a while for us to have a a chance at beating uh, that god awful team in the upstate that I don't even want to mention their name, okay? Which I already did before, but I'm not going to do it again. That ain't going to happen again. Once, once the season kicks off, that name's not coming out of my, out out of my lips, okay? It's not going to happen. Hell, we will freeze over before I mention that school's name again the rest of this season, okay? Hell, we'll freeze over. They will sell popsicles in Haiti before those words come out of my
3: mouth again. But that's 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 how I
0: feel about this coming weekend. I think I think that Steamer and the coaching staff will have these boys ready, and they'll and they'll make sure they understand that this team that we're playing is not gonna be is not gonna be a pushover like Eastern Illinois. Indeed. So, and no disrespect to Sean Elliott, but he's in for an ass whooping. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, dude. I will hopefully see you this coming weekend. Go game, Cox, and die. They'll
1: Robbie, a pleasure, man. Always well said. I appreciate All right, buddy. it. You have a good one. Yeah, man, you too. Mm-hmm. My only question out of that call is this. Is anyone going to tell Robbie that we play next weekend and not this weekend? Or are we just going to allow Robbie and Uncle Boudreau and, and Marion and those guys to, to pull up to Willie B? And there's just no game. <laughs> Robbie is so convinced we play this weekend. Is anybody gonna tell him? Anybody? He's gonna be really confused when he gets there and nobody's outside. Just nobody. Literally nobody. Not a soul. <laughs> Pmod says, the tailgate this Saturday gonna resemble Yunkle Boudreaux's show. Hmm. Damn, Pima, that was a a cheap shot. That was a cheap shot. I probably wasn't supposed to read that out loud. Uh, Let's see. Luke Boyd says, screenshot it, print it out, hang it on the walls. Whatever you got to do, Mark my word, Marshawn Lloyd is going to have a breakout year that we are all looking for. Hey, let's do it. Why not? I don't doubt him. He's got all the talent. As long as he's healthy, I think it can happen. We need his O-line to block. We need his O-line to block. Uh, queen, king, and top king. I hear you. Where, where's old Becky? Becky is, uh, I don't know what she's doing, man. Be- be- Becky's up to her own thing. I don't know. I don't know what she's doing. Rebecca's just living life up in Tennessee. Hot take. Our five-star running back will be good. Yeah, for sure. Um, let me go ahead and get into this question. I'm not. I'm not going to make him sit through a break because I told, uh, told Cody Gaskins, I would. He said, honestly, all right, here we go. Let me go back. Where is it? If the weather is as bad as they think it could be, if this game turns into a ground and pound, a defensive type game, if at all, how much does it hurt us if we can't throw the ball at all, if hardly going into Arkansas? And the reason that Cody asked that is because our friend Brad Crawford and our friend Mitch, uh, Mitch Weather, they obviously have been talking weather, and it looks like there might be some rain coming in and not just some rain, but a lot of rain coming in for South Carolina and Georgia State. How does a ground-and-pound game affect the football game? Well, unfortunately, it probably gives some more advantage to Georgia State because that's what they do. They run the football. It'll put more emphasis on your offensive line and obviously your run game. Um, Does it hurt going into Arkansas? I guess it hurts from a standpoint of – you know, you're not getting probably as many you're, – you're not throwing as many passes. You're not getting as many reps. Um, it'll be a unique situation. So, I, I guess in that way it hurts. You know, I, I wouldn't look into it, though. It's like, well, we're going to lose to Arkansas because it rained week one and we couldn't throw the ball. It's like, well, I mean, I get what you're saying, but I I don't think that would be like a lead storyline going into Arkansas. But, you know, hopefully, obviously, we don't have that that monsoon-type weather. I mean, obviously, it's 10 days from kickoff, so who knows what's going to happen. But. Let's jump back to the four from Robbie Davis,
0: a.k.a. Curb Street. To accept. Robbie, what's up, my friend?
1: Bro. What?
0: What's up with P-Mod? Do I got to reach to the screen and smack him a little bit?
1: What What did p do? Bro. My dad's a funny
0: dude, man. He's performed at the Comedy House several times in Columbia. Thank you very much. Okay.
1: Robbie, your no, 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 no. your your beef is with PMod, not with me. Just 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 keep that. I up. know that. All right. Listen.
0: Yeah. PMod, listen. All right. I have no disrespect towards you whatsoever. I don't even know if. I... Yeah. Okay. But I'm telling you, my dad is a funny dude. Okay. Maybe if you actually came to one of his shows, and trust me, I'm so ready for football, okay? I got my days mixed up, all right? Cut me some slack, will you? Okay, I'm so ready for kickoff, I actually thought it was next week. Like, I thought thought it was game week, okay? I had a brain fart. That's on me. But you know what? Nobody's perfect, okay? But I assure you, my dad is a funny son of a bitch.
3: Okay, I think
1: PMod owes you an apology.
0: He don't owe me an apology. He owes my dad an apology. I'm just coming to defend my daddy because he's on a gum tractor
3: right now cutting
0: grass. Chris has been. Chris has seen my dad perform a couple times. Haven't he's he, a funny
1: dude. Yes. See.
0: I'm telling you the truth. He's funny. He's a great dude. It's uh. But yeah. That's it. I just wanted to clear
1: that up. P. Mod said. Uh, he says he's he apologizes in the chat and said he was joking. By the way.
0: Oh. Okay. Well. Okay.
1: Unlike Yonka Boudreaux, not funny.
0: Yeah, that's not funny, bro. It's gotten to the point now, Chris, where the only way my dad does a show is if he
1: gets paid, okay? I hear you. He and I both alike, my friend. Congratulations. Love that. (laughs) He and I both alike. But,
0: um... And I just and by the way, I'm like I said, I'm so ready for kickoff that I got my days mixed up, and I thought it was already like the end of August, but it's obviously not. It's the 24th. Okay, that's how ready I am for for freaking football. All right, the last several months have been like insanely boring.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so that's why I I fucked up and got my days mixed up.
2: Okay.
3: But I will I will hopefully see you
0: next week. And like I said, to hell with Clemson. Bunch of losers, okay? Losers. D A by the way, Clemson fans, BJ sucks, okay? I hate to say it, but he sucks.
1: Robbie, I want all you right. to sit back and listen because Pmod here. is calling in. All right. Here we go. Call from. Pmod. Pmod. What a what a day this has turned into, my friend. What's up?
2: I just wanted to uh, call and apologize to Robbie because I never meant to start a war. I just wanted you to let me in, and instead of using force, I guess I should have let you in. I never meant to start a war. I just wanted you to let me in. I guess I should have let you in. Sorry, baby. I didn't mean anything by it. And I didn't know he was your dad. I thought he was your uncle.
1: And he just drops the mic. Okay, as the great Robbie Davis would say, let's jump into a break to uh, (laughs) ease the tension, I guess. Um, All right, cool. Hey, guys, we're going to jump into that break, taking more of your questions, comments, calls, and more. On the other side, you're tuned into the Daily Crow. All right, guys, we're back. Taking your questions, comments, calls as well. 843 790 337 79843 790 3377 here on this Wednesday, August the 24th, 2022. Appreciate you all tuning in. 136 officially here on this Wednesday. And guys, don't forget tonight, South Carolina Football Welcome Home. Episode 3 is airing on ESPNU. Um, if you guys don't have ESPNU and you want to watch, join the Big Cot Club. Patreon.com slash Big Cot Club. Um, we, Dude, if you're not, even beyond that, if you're not a part of the Big Cot Club, join today. The Discord's incredible. It's always popping. Um, exclusive discount code for merchandise as well. Patreon.com slash Big Cock Club. PMOD. Uh, the, the episode airs at 7 o'clock tonight, 7 to 7.30. Robbie Davis texts in. Here's an update. Hey, just wanted to let you know I forgive you, PMod. The way it sounded, sounded like you were serious. I'm sorry. Have a great day, Chris. Go Gamecock. So, all is all is good. All is good. Jeff, I agree. The show should be an hour and not 30 minutes. I do agree with you. I agree with you. Let there be slam. Best daily crow ever. Maybe. Ah. Uh, it's up for you to decide. Stephanie Lee says, "Love Robbie with two hard eyes." Love that. Um, PMod just sends the kissy faces. Love that. Love that. Just love that we're getting along together. How about this? The video of the uh, new lights is up to two hundred eighty four thousand views. Two hundred eighty four thousand views. Mm, my goodness. What a time. What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. Side note, this isn't game related. O'Neill Cruz just hit a ball 122 miles per hour off the bat. 122. Bro, that is absurd. That is destroying a baseball, like straight up. 122 miles per hour. Good God. I know P-Mod can respect how insane that is. <sighs> Anyways, guys, podcast dropped this morning. Episode 693, uh, full breakdown of the Gamecock specialists heading into the 2022 season. Of course, guys, tomorrow we'll have J.C. Sherwood of the Big Spur join us from 115 to 145. And then on Friday, we will have Jake Crane of Crane & Company, uh, 1215-1245 for his spot. So uh, starting next week, guys, we'll have guests every single day. Every single day we'll have guests on. uh, And this is how it will go. I I was starting to answer this earlier, but I think somebody called in. Uh, Somebody asked about Alex McGrath. So he will not be on the podcast this year, but he will join us every single Tuesday on the Daily Crow. Every single Tuesday on the Daily Crow, he will join us. Um, 12, probably 12, 15 to 12, 45. Somebody asks, let's see, Nick Stedman, not live on YouTube. Yes, we are most definitely live on YouTube, my guy. Go check. We are definitely live because I'm looking at it right now. Uh, we are definitely live on YouTube as we speak. So, you let me know if you have any issues on YouTube. We're definitely live on YouTube because lots of folks are commenting on YouTube. Um B. Hughes, hopefully they don't end it 10 minutes early again. Yeah, I mean, I, I hope not either, my guy. Hopefully. It's so funny. Even when ESPN tries to do something good for us, they screw us over in the process. That's so, just just tale as old as time. Um, Garrett H. Chris, you see the Florida football team picture. Yeah, how many assistants they have. Yeah, it's crazy, man. The support staff is – I didn't know you you need – I didn't know you needed – Uh. I didn't know you needed that many support staff guys. I just didn't know that. So whatever. <laughs> whatever. Um yeah, there 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 have been there have been some very epic days in the Daily Crow. I, that's one reason like I wish I had a producer to like I wish we had a best moments of the Daily Crow we could put together for like the past year cuz there'd be some damn good ones. I mean there would be some damn good ones, man. Some really damn good ones. Um I mean, you got to think of Yeah, all the great calls and moments and things happening, breaking news, all that. So, I dig music. Beamer made football, Gamecock football fun again. Yeah. Indeed. Indeed, my friend. Indeed. Caleb Thomas Fishing. A successful week one will be no turnovers, no penalties, no missed field goals, and scoring touchdowns in the red zone. I would agree, just a clean football game, right? Right. A clean, efficient football game. That's the goal of any week one. That's the goal of any season over. It doesn't matter if you're playing a, if you're playing a, an EIU, a Georgia State, or a Georgia, right? You want to see your team come out and maybe not be clicking on all cylinders, but as close to that as possible. Be efficient. You know, don't have self-inflicted wounds, self-inflicted penalties. Do stupid things, right? You want to play with efficiency. You want to play within the scheme, within the system, within the game plan and execute and go win. So um, I think that's obviously what you're looking for against Georgia State. That's the biggest thing. And I, I think, again, for me, we'll talk a lot more about this uh, next week. But for me, the, the number one thing I'm looking for in this game, guys, the offensive line, that bottom line, running the ball and stopping the run. Because win or lose, you know, no matter how much you win by, right? No matter if you win, whatever. It's it's just going to be really hard to have a lot of confidence going into Arkansas and Georgia if you can't even have success against Georgia State in the rushing attack, both offensively and defensively. It's just It's just, if you can't run the ball and stop the run against Georgia State, I mean, what hope do you have going to Arkansas and beating them? Not saying it's, you know, not saying it's impossible, but... Yeah, you need, you need to be efficient. You need to be crisp. Um, Jesse Jacobs says, am I wrong to think that our line should be pushing these boys around? No. That, hey, listen, that's the biggest difference in levels of play, right? That's the biggest difference in levels of play. So I don't think you're totally wrong to think that South Carolina should be able to push them around. But I'm just saying you look at Georgia State and say, that that was the strength of their football team, offensively at least, was running the ball. And to Pmod's point, hey, last year you couldn't push Troy, ECU, or Vandy around. And it's the same guys. So what's gonna change? What's gonna change? Draping Caso, I'll say it before, before, I'll say it again. If the O-line can block for Spencer for the running backs to make a play, then we can be successful and the defense has to stop the ball. Do that, and we'll be straight. Yeah. I mean, dude, I I, I set my expectations of the offensive line. Four yards per carry and 25 or less sacks. That's not even a great year. But, damn, I, I mean, just being average up front will give this offense chance to have big success. Just be average. Just be average up front. That's it. That's all I'm asking for. Just be average up front. P-Mod, do all the things it takes to be successful in football, and we will be successful. No truer words have been spoken, my friend. No truer words have been spoken. What? what great question. Great question, and p will love this question because he's such a huge baseball guy. Woods Warrior, which is Chase. Chase asked this question in the TDC Questions channel of the Big Cock Club Discord. Who hits 700 first? TSUS Pod or Albert Pujols? Okay. Here's the difference. We know exactly when TSUS is going to hit 700. Episode 693 dropped this morning, right? So, episode 694 will drop Friday. So, going into next week, so we know that, what, two weeks from Friday, so the Friday before the Arkansas game, what is that? September the, the 9th, we will hit 700. Is Pujols going to get to 700 by September the 9th? <laughs> Who hits 700 first? Uh, Austin War says, I must have missed a good TDC today. Thank God for the podcast. Yeah, guys, in case you missed anything. In case you ever miss anything, subscribe to the Daily Crow podcast. Subscribe to the podcast. Go rate it as well. You can find it on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Craig Phillips brings up the video of a Yankees fan drinking his beer through a hot dog. Disgusting, bro. I mean, the the, the, the king of the glizzy? I don't know. The king of the glizzy. I, it has to be. I, I have no idea. I, I just, I don't know. Travis Allen, my money says that Juju will score the first touchdown of the season. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, that's fair. I dig music was the card lady a psychic. I, I, I'm not sure. She just does the, the the readings. I but the cards say that Arkansas, South Carolina, and the SEC Championship. So trust the cards, folks. Trust the cards. Trust the cards. Trust the cards. got a riveting text here from our guy. uh, It says, The honest assessment I have for this team in the preseason is this. The one thing I know is that I don't know. The the analysis today has been incredible. Jason Height, how long does Rattler stay out there if we're up by two touchdowns? Is two enough, Jason? I don't think two's enough. I I don't think you pull Rattler up two touchdowns. I, I think you try to get to three. Because, dude, you... I mean, here's the thing. Yes, yes. You'd love to be in a position in this football game coming up next weekend that you are getting your backups some playing time. Obviously, you know, we've talked about the quarterback position and how that's sort of a an interesting subplot of the year, right? Getting these backups some in-game experience. At the same time, Spencer Rattler's your guy for the season. That's not a secret. That's not a hot take. He is. So... Against Georgia State, I'd keep him out there. You know, let him, build, uh, let him build confidence, right? Let him get experience with his new teammates, right? Have as much confidence as you can generate going into week two against Arkansas. Continue to build, uh, you know, consistency. Continue to build confidence in your teammates around you. I'd keep him out there. I'd keep him out there. I don't think two touchdowns is enough. Personally. I think you gotta be blowing them out straight up. You, you gotta be up at least three touchdowns. At least. At least three touchdowns. Cause what happens, my guy? What happens? You're up two touchdowns, you put in you put in somebody else, and then they score and you're only up a touchdown. Then you go back to rat nah, I don't think I, I think I think there is benefit in week one to allowing Rattler to play most of that game, if not all of it. Um Again, build up that continuity. Build confidence with your teammates within the offense. I mean, it's game one. It's not. It's going to be far from perfect, right? Continue to, in an in-game situation, hey, establish that timing, your rhythm. I think it's important to let him play and play a lot of football in week one. So, I mean, listen, dude, I, I, I just, it feels almost like weird saying that because it's like we're not playing EIU. You know, we're not playing EIU. We're playing a team with a pulse. We're playing a team with a pulse. We're playing a a, a a solid football team. I mean, we should beat them, no doubt. Hey, we're two touchdown favorites. We ought to beat them. But it's like, yeah, we're going to be up by 28 in the fourth quarter. I mean, I hope so. I hope so. Jimmy Mendio, I know Vans got kids. Does Rattler got kids? I, I love the people that just ask, like, the off-the-wall questions. I, I don't know, Jimmy. I don't think he does. But I also don't know the guy. Uh, Hey, surprise, guys. We're going to jump into one final break. But I want to continue to hear from you more of your questions, comments, calls, and more on the other side. You're tuned in to The Daily Crow. All right, guys, we're back. Final five minutes or so. Taking your questions, your comments, your calls. Eight four three seven nine zero three 3377 That is 843-790-3377. Jason Height says, are you not worried about injuries? Um not particularly. I mean, Jason, and what to what what, what do you expand on that? Expand on that. What do you mean by that? I'm, I'm doing the, uh, what's his name? Drewski. What do you mean by that? <laughs> um, am I worried about them? I mean, I, I think Luke Day and company showed last year that, you know, that that's not going to be nearly the problem it used to be. At least I'd like to think so. Um, so I, I'm not, that's not something I go into the season. Well, we got to account for injuries. Like, well, you just, you just hope and pray you don't have them. You know? Dude Raw for show says to create the culture we want going forward. I think this team has to hang 50. A win kind of shows we're still not quite there. Dude, we're off a show. I think you're just looking way too deep into it, my guy. I I really do. You know, uh, on the note of the podcast today, by the way, again, we talked specialists. It's interesting, you know, we, we have all the Beamer Ball merch, and we talk Beamer Ball, and it's like, people forget what Beamer Ball actually is. It's special teams. It's special teams. One of the most intriguing storylines going into this season is the kicker spot, the kicker position, the battle for the starting kicker. I don't think there's probably a college football team out there that can say for the second consecutive time, they are replacing an all-time points leader, right? It happened when Elliott Fry departed. He replaced him with Parker White. Now Parker White obviously set the record and left as your all-time points leader. So now you're doing this again. Now you're doing it again. And we all assume Mitch Jeter is going to be the guy, right? Mitch Jeter most likely going to be the guy. You don't talk a lot about kickers when things are going well and they're making kicks and, you know, it's sort of an afterthought. Kickers are kind of like offensive linemen. They really only get that love and admiration. Right? Or I, I actually I messed that up. Kickers only really get attention when they're not doing well. Like when you have a bad one. So um And this is a team that might, you know, it might come down late in some ball games, close to ball games. Yeah. So How much does uh, Beamer Ball affect this season? James Kendall says, just go for two. Yeah, Adam Yates, PMod. That's the name you're looking for. Adam Yates. Adam Yates. Craig Phillips says, Chris, who do you think gets redshirted? Uh, I mean, listen, I think that uh, – Braden, Davis, it's almost—it's funny. I almost said Brendan M. <laughs> Sorry, Brendan, you're not a quarterback. You're in the band. Um, Braden Davis and Tanner Bailey. I think both will—they'll try to get them as much playing time as possible. But I think they both get redshirted. I think that would be the ideal situation. Outside of that, man, I mean, it really just depends on how they set depth charts and and what uh, you know,
3: what. Uh, what freshmen are going to play, contribute, which ones don't, so.
1: Anyways. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. We're about to hit 2 o'clock. Jeff, excuse me, Jeff Gulland says, with CBS most likely out week one, I hope to see Lavasier Carroll more with Lloyd, Juju, and Lavasier Carroll. It could be dangerous. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. Again, I wouldn't push Christian Biel Smith. I wouldn't push it. Why? Why push it? Right? He's a veteran. He'll be ready to go when he comes back. Give some other guys some opportunities, man. Marshawn, Lloyd, Carroll, as you mentioned, Juju, Rashad, Amos, Turbo, Miller. You got plenty of bodies. Week one's an opportunity for all of those guys to shine. Right? Anyways... I dig music, my God, as we exit out. Heard Jake Bentley is going to join. No chance. No chance Jake Bentley's joining this staff. I dig music. You take that back right now. Guys, we've hit 2 o'clock. Appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so much again for the love and support. Check out the podcast that dropped this morning, episode 693. Full breakdown of the specialists. Uh, Also, we talked Shane Beamer, Tuesday Presser, and a great conversation with my guy, Brad Crawford of 24-7 Sports. And again, guys, show loved the specialists today. Again, kicker's a major question mark for this team. Anytime you're replacing an all-time points leader, it's just something to keep an eye on, especially for a football team that could come down to some close games, could come down late, could come down to a field goal, make or miss. Does South Carolina have that guy? Is it Mitch Jeter? Is it Jack Luckhurst? Is it somebody else? Is it Alex Herrera? A lot to ask when you're replacing an all-time points leader like Parker White. Guys, appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so much. Uh, (laughs) TDC going long today. Either way. Uh, Check out the podcast. Check out the Daily Crow all week long, guys. Stay tuned All the content. Content bleeding out the eyeballs. And watch Welcome Home, South Carolina Football, Episode 3 tonight. Again, appreciate y'all tuning in. Y'all have a great rest of your Wednesday and we will talk to you all tomorrow. Take care.